Now, to answer your question in the context of engineering, applied science, what we all clearly see is this, this allure of using machine learning for everything, right? And unfortunately at the moment, and this is normal when you're getting to start to know these tools, but unfortunately at the moment you, you have basically a, the vast majority of people using machine learning strategies for problems that would not require them, for example, in mechanics, software robotics, and so on, there's a lot of work using machine learning for elasticity cases. Elasticity is solved. You mostly don't have any uh, issues. You can actually have predictions that are very fast with different methods and so on. But it's very easy to generate data for elastic cases. So then, it's the best way, it's the easiest entry point for you to test different machine learning algorithms. And there's nothing wrong with it, but it probably is not where machine learning should be used, right? You should be using it to solve for things that you really couldn't solve before. So that's, that's one of the things that you see, and this is just an example, and there's many others. The other case, and this is more intricate, let's say, is that in computer science, there was this trend, and, and it's clearly justified, about creating over-parameterized models, neural networks with many, many, many parameters, so many that you can actually find different configurations that will make you similar predictions. And as I said before, there are clear reasons for why this works so well in that scenario. But this is also creating a situation where people have a tendency to overcomplicate models and uh, basically uh, propose ever more complicated neural network architectures that really is quite questionable on whether or not they would be necessary. Especially in the context of engineering where you usually don't have millions or billions of data points like most computer scientists do when you use uh, search engines like Google, Yahoo, or whatever it is, Bing, and so on, right? So, the two criticisms to conclude are using machine learning for problems that actually do not require it, or overcomplicating the, the, the actual machine learning algorithms for problems that actually would require machine learning, but don't require that level of complexity. And that may lead to, you know, poor predictions of uncertainty, or it interpolates very well, but it, not, it doesn't extrapolate well. And this is really exactly the opposite of the best scientists in the history of humanity have done. Einstein was, is the most famous scientist in our history, and he, he, his claim to fame was always the simplest possible model that explains the phenomenon not the opposite. And as machine learners, sometimes we have a tendency to do the opposite. So what we've seen in the, the last few years is that people are excited about machine learning and there's fantastic examples of good use of machine learning in, in design and analysis. But people are still living in bubbles. So, you know, my lab is doing a particular model for a particular material. Someone else's lab is doing whatever model for whatever problem of interest that they have. And, you know, 
the only thing that exists out there that is actually quite popular is transfer learning. So, you know, imagine that you come up with a machine learning model for a problem. I have a different problem, but I believe that has something in common to yours. So I can take your neural network and just retrain it, right, to transfer learning, train it again, in the hope that actually you've learned already something and I'm going to just learn for the additional thing that is missing. But when I do that, there's an unfortunate consequence. Neural networks suffer from what is called catastrophic forgetting. So I learn for my problem, but I forgot how to solve yours. I would have to go back to the neural network that you trained, so now I have two models. This is not a way to cooperate. You, you should not destroy someone else's work to learn for yourself. What, uh, there's a, a field that is still kind of small in machine learning called continual learning or lifelong learning that is really kind of making the first steps in trying to address this.